and welcome to That's Rich, the quarantine hobby of two men obsessed with the evil decadence of the rich and powerful. My name is Rory Kelly. And I'm Daniel McKeown. Every week we bring you weird fragments of the uh, increasingly decadent and uh, frightening world uh, of accumulated wealth that we live in. I, I would argue nonsensically decadent. Like you, they, buy, <laughs> yeah. they, they have so much money, they buy stuff that seems like it's not even luxury at that point. It's like, I don't know where your brain's even at. And you know, Incoherent. Yeah, absolutely. At some point, the piles of gold get so big that they stop buying gold and start just buying things that you've half remembered in a dream. That's very much the uncanny <laughs> feeling I get scrolling yeah, yeah, through yeah, some yeah. Instagrams where I'm like, I yeah. don't even, you know, there's these illusions of a madman that you've, you've, that you've built around yourself. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. I remember like, it's, that's the thing with the internet as well. I feel that way. This is like, it, you know, it's such a wealth of imagination that it can make dreams you didn't even want to have. You had it one for one second. You had like a weird fever dream or thought. And it's like, like oh, maybe yeah. what if Elsa and Spider-Man were married? And it's like, <laughs> all right, that's it. For it kids. exists. It exists, and it's for kids. You... <laughs> There's a mature version and a, and a four kids version, which is worse <laughs> than the mature version. I, to be fair, we'll blame a lot of things on the rich people on, on this podcast. I don't think we can blame them for Elsa uh, and Spider-Man Who having can we blame, Rory? If, 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 Us. If socialists we are not... do anything, it's that we can blame <laughs> Elsa and Spider-Man on the elites. <laughs> the elites must answer for these perverted videos. Elsa doesn't even know Spider-Man. Yeah. Disney. Oh, there we go. We can blame Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. true. That's true. There better we go. Bing, there boom. we go. Yay. Yeah, it all goes... Mm, the sweet rush of, of absolving <laughs> myself from responsibility. Mm. All roads lead to Rome. So um, how are you doing, Dan? I'm good, yeah. So, same soup, just reheated, really. I'm not, like, anything... Mm. Uh, there's nothing going on. I've been... Uh, I've been obsessed with Avatar recently, and um, I May Destroy You. That's the two shows I've been watching. So, Av- Avatar The Last Airbender or yes. Avatar The... the oh, Avatar right, okay. The- yeah, that's fair enough. I'd be really respect you to get be, be one of those guys who gets really into the James Cameron Avatar. It's too late. I don't care that they're doing these movies. It's too late for me. It was no, too, I, it was too it. late for me on uh, Pokemon Go. It was too late for me mm-hmm. on um, uh, Animal Crossing given up on that as a cultural yeah. moment there's no similarities between them it's just stuff i missed which just is fake things you missed yeah game of thrones sorry not watching it it's, it's, it's that was a choice now. actually yeah i just um, <laughs> i made it sure you was good i hear it's very good it's so good yeah please please watch it if you're not watching it already listeners it's like it's so good it's like oh man it's like the one of the weirdest watches ever and it, mm-hmm. but it's so as in just like tonally is so unique and funny but you have this intense knot in your stomach the whole time it's like insane mm-hmm. oh sorry i watched two episodes of that and i have a little calm down in the in the world <laughs> of the airbenders my parents are watching uh, i may destroy you which is why i catch my mom like bopping around the house singing avenue flowers in the foreign <laughs> and i'm like where did you hear that <laughs> he's oh, gonna right. get big into tierra whack after this and like all those guys <laughs> let's get into it so if this is your first time listening uh we basically break it down into two things we have our first segment minor royalties we uh sum up the past couple of weeks uh insanity and then we have one figure from either across time or extremely recent and present um so we're gonna start with our minor royalty segment i will say i don't know who let the dogs out but somebody yeah. did and those dogs <laughs> Are expensive, highly bred, lassie style things, but with the teeth of um, a Rottweiler and the sensibility <laughs> of um, the big dog from Harry Potter, the three-headed one. Got you, Cerberus. Cerberus. Um, because it's just been a nuts couple weeks <laughs> for... <laughs> as twisted and wild as that analogy was. <laughs> Where you introduced a dog metaphor and then you made up a dog that doesn't exist. Yeah, no, it's... it's that's it's been it's been chock a block this week, so we're gonna try and speed through this. Please. Yeah, we're gonna crack um, through. Firstly, not much to say about this, but Elon Musk briefly became the fifth richest man in the world because of stocks, but then wasn't again. And yeah. he I don't know. <laughs> That's just how it is though. Sometimes it's like it's like it's like, oh, you're the king of Mauritius. And he's like, Really? And it's like, No. <laughs> no, uh, you were, but now you're not. The yeah. the the numbers on the screen have changed, but like, you know, congrats. Like, you yeah. know, you, you get that briefly. It's amazing. I think that links into a, a story I briefly noticed, uh, which is that, um, you know, 
JK Rowling's book sales have actually gone up over the last mm. few weeks, despite some people anticipating that they wouldn't. And I think it just proves that if you're rich and powerful, you can post through it. Like, you know, we've got two people like posting, posting some of the worst shit online, like, and two of the kinds of worst shit you've got. You've got one stupid, uh, deranged, boring PDF manifesto about, you know, how this, uh, particular uh minorities should be subject to you know more harm yeah and then you've got just like the fucking pickle rick ceo just like dropping <laughs> dropping awful takes while doing yeah. everything he can can to avoid looking his son in the eye <laughs> um and neither of them you know the stonks look at that and they go excellent more yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just i mean he has elon musk has to post so he's not haunted by his ties to apartheid south africa yeah exactly if he, if he doesn't have you know if he's not playing a game while listening to a podcast while blasting like an hour-long youtube uh like mixtape he will just spiral and think about yeah, the, all the diamond the sc- money <laughs> the screams will drown him out like he has to he has to and he's also for the purposes of when his history is written, he's just trying to put as much data between him and yeah, that era, right? True. So as many posts as there are that, mm. like, I, I, you know, if you imagine a bookcase, separate the chapter of mm. his current life from the, the one that began in one of the most inhuman systems. I got to take for you, um, if, if J.K. Rowling is bad middle-class mum posting, okay. you know, like, at the highest level, Elon Musk is that woman's annoying son posting raised to the highest level like these two you have to imagine them in the same house and she's downstairs on on the family computer uh, which is you know massive and wheezes like Mm -hmm. you know under the pressure of having 10 antiviral softwares downloaded and he's upstairs in his gaming chair and they're just they're posting at the same time just like keeping us all mad online it's like a closed system they aren't talking to each other. That's God, That's for God, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything to avoid that. I mean, yeah, that's, that's no. number one on the list. Which is a uh, British pop singer, Dua Lipa. Mm. Who, um, are you familiar with Dua Lipa's work? Of course. Yeah. I love, I'm a big yeah. fan of Dua Peep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dua Lipa is a, a really respected, uh, really, really successful British pop star. In case mm. you don't know, I'm speaking to the speaking to the segment of our audience that I think, uh, you know, is, has more overlap with me. Yes, <laughs> like, probably. Yeah. You know, and she's very well respected. I really, I'm not a huge fan, but I listened to the least latest, latest album. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Julie, um, decided to maybe just get in and on the trend. Maybe she was feeling left out by everyone else wilding out. She decided to post, one of the most cryptic and inscrutable images yeah. that requires genuine historical knowledge to parse. So Julipa, um, on the 19th of July, uh, tweeted a photo of, uh, of, of a flag, which is the other yeah. weird thing, right? It, this isn't even a JPEG. It's a photo of a flag. Yeah. So an existing object that someone owns. Maybe she owns it. Maybe she's just got it from somewhere else. There's a couple of what looked to be like military leaders on it. I haven't looked it up. Mm-hmm. I don't, it, it doesn't matter. Um, and uh, underneath it is the word autochthonous, which is, I think how you pronounce it. Um, and then in the body of the tweet, my favorite reads, transformer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Autochthonous. <laughs> Stay your hand. Autochthonous. <laughs> um, so a she's then got it. And she's written out like a definition in the body of the tweet. And it just mm-hmm. says adjective of an inhabitant of a place indigenous rather than descendant from migrants or colonists right so it just means indigenous basically i think it's like a weird made-up word but the point is that this flag is oh my god right she she was advocating for kosovo to be its own state right that's to be its own no 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 that's not what she was okay not exactly uh weirder than that um it, it was the flag of greater albania Right. Mm-hmm. So um, as you rightly point out, so this is the Balkans region where there's there's tons of uh, different what, what she's actually arguing is that Kosovo should be subsumed by a by a large Albanian nation that unites a whole bunch of the bordering territories uh, around it. So it, it includes Kosovo, yeah. uh, northwestern Greece, um, uh, the uh, Presevo Valley of Serbia, territories in southern Montenegro, just a whole bunch. I mean, it's because she did clarify the tweet. 
Well, she clarified it, right? Yeah, but oh, yeah. Well, well, okay. So she clarified. She ruined it. the fun. You, we were all like, "What does it mean? What does it mean?" Like, no, no, is sorry, sorry, sorry for my, sorry for my weird well, incantation only... <laughs> that I made. I'll let me explain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. No, but this, this was my favorite part of it. So she, what she's doing is she's making. Obviously, there's loads of different ethnic and ethno-nationalist claims in in the Balkans region. Uh-huh. Uh, been the source of much uh, grief. And there are corners of the internet that are just this, right? Are just people arguing constantly yeah. about like Serbia and Kosovo and who has the rightful claim. And it's it's jet. It's it's one you'll of you'll find things. them on almost every video. Exactly like... every yeah right. So like you know, um, uh, I guarantee you there are tweets under Nicki Minaj's recent pregnancy announcement about this shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everything, and she has taken a hard line in this, right? Yeah. And argues, so the responses are just insane. People lose it. But then, yeah, so she, she does clarify. She releases like a, a big, mm. but the funniest thing, she clarifies later, but my favorite thing about this is Julipa is really, really not online, right? She has, <laughs> she has 5.6 yeah, yeah. million followers. She's been on Twitter since, since 2010, and she only has 785 tweets. As uh-huh. of recording, that so she's so listened to a thousand tweets, and she's been on. I swear to God, she posts this, and as far as I can see, logs off. <laughs> she, posts it. she doesn't respond. She doesn't respond to a it's single. It's that reply. easy for some people. It's that I easy. Know, yeah. just, she's just like followers. I love this one. She hits it, and then I assume goes to sleep. The mm. post comes like right before midnight. Like night night hands. Oh. Yeah, and then bye. And then the next day, she's just posting about her album. Yeah. Mm. She's like shortlisted for the Mercury Prize or mm. something. She's just like chilling. She doesn't give a shit. I, she's yeah. Remotely concerned. My feeling is about this is that because she is Albanian, that's probably where this comes yeah. from. But like, I think the discourse yeah, sure. in the Lipa household must have been absolutely raging about uh, this <laughs> issue. And she was like, fine, I'm just going to post about it and then see how I like, see how you'll feel. And then gets this huge response because it wasn't just her; it was also Rita Ora got involved, and also well, did she? I didn't for, even see that. She posted because I think she also has Albanian heritage, and she posted advocating for Kosovo to be its own state. Um, right? Maybe less, but it's like it's a nice because you know what? It's this is the upside. A lot of people feel in the Instagram age that the it girl is dead. I think this is it coming back. I think this is the new <laughs> <laughs> the new it girl is posting about incredibly specific. Uh, <laughs> Human rights tragedies and and the uh, multiple things and getting involved and being like and also and logging taking, off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Taping taking really hard lines amid very fraught debates. Yeah. Um, I am not yeah. commenting on this line at all, by the way, because I don't. I, I understand a little bit of it. I think yeah. anyone would fairly call this a pretty militant. But her response then says stuff. Oh, I just want like a, I want my culture to be represented on. A her, map yeah. Her follow up was basically, I'm not right. This isn't hate. Like, this isn't yeah. Like yeah. Shit. Although she released um, it because because she was worried that understandably it looked mm-hmm. a bit Nazi because I think yeah. some people thought it looked like Germany and there's like a, a bird flag. Um, but then she, in an attempt to counter that, her her I'm sorry message isn't on the iPhone at Notes app. I know it's, it's yeah. With a black background with red text, which is the I, most like, sinister yeah. way of typing. I did come away with that. Like, that's nice lettering. That's some good. That's a good <laughs> yeah. way to sidestep that. That's yeah, an she's issue. got she's got style. There's no question. Yeah, but, I think the yeah. Um, um, one of the tweets I just want to highlight. One response was that some um some guy uh responded that he thinks that Juelipa thinks this way because quote Julipa has a crush on Serbian extreme right nationalist boys that's why she rants, uh, writes anti-Serbian tweets from time to time she wants to get the attention of them even and then even her boyfriend referencing this guy looks like a poor man's version of Vletko uh, Raznachov I believe is how you pronounce it. Oh yes wait I did see that. <laughs> so like <laughs> so this is this is like some of these replies man if you want to see every conceivable take in the universe that's my favorite oh, one. My God. Julipa is so anti-Serb she's actually really pro-Serb she's like Serbian <laughs> fascist and her boyfriend who is a famous comes from a hugely famous model family yeah. he's a poor man's version of a Serbian nationalist that, that I guarantee you no one's heard of. That's too logged <laughs> on yeah that is the that world is of so you are watching Stan Twitter converge against 
militant political Twitter. Yeah, the but most remarkable. people who are living, living, in, living so aggressively in the real world, they've gone the other side and, and stands, basically. Yeah, who, but they're, uh, yeah. they're remarkably similar, though. Like, that's what stands do, where they go, mm-hmm. oh, your boyfriend's just a shit version of the the guy I like from BTS yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. except your guy is, <laughs> is a far-right Serbian thug who no one's heard of. It's like, listen, some of one, one, either one, one of us or both of us are going to have to do some explaining, and neither one of us are actually up for explaining any of what was going on. But this is both very deep internet on different levels. Uh, yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about whatever inspired this. And one of the things that I... So like, you know, this isn't a culture that I can speak to entirely, but I, like you, have some experience uh, around the very rich and the, and the very posh, you know, uh-huh. like occasionally meeting these people at parties and stuff. And it does seem to me, because Julie, I believe, comes from quite a wealthy background. Yes, um, extremely. Yeah. So it has been my experience that some very rich stroke posh guys, but particularly girls have a back pocket wildcard political issue that they bring up when they're like mixing vodka and ketamine. Yes. <laughs> they, just, they will just start on, on like, yeah, you know, this, I mean, this is the perfect example. Like the, the, the Balkans yeah. politics in Greater Albania is a perfect example or a really esoteric take on the Middle East or, you know, who the, quote, real Egyptians are, or, you know, or Gaddafi's Libya is one I've, I've yeah. honestly had a conversation That's a real one? Oh, my God. I think, yeah, yeah no, like, it's, um, yeah, because everyone picks their fight. And, yeah. And, and they, and I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, again, it's the it girl. This is how. You, it's the you, it girl. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, if you could be more specific, if you can get into the, yeah. the, the infightings of Papua New Guinea tribes, perfect that's, 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 this, is, this is where the big names big numbers are this is it. exactly exactly yeah. that's what generates content that's what gets the clicks my, my theory about why rich people often have these grievances is that if you come from like well like a historic aristocratic family often they're scattered all over europe and stuff so you right. pick up these little you know these, yeah. these politics where where you go like you know, actually, my family were chased out of, uh, you know, ancient mm. Mesopotamia, uh, and and I, and I I await the arrival of the true the true king of the Levant, yes, and I'm yeah. like, all right, fucking yeah, okay, yeah. So, Jelaine uh, Maxwell, uh, after about a year of hiding uh, after her um, long term business associate and, uh, you know, um, pedo, pedo, yeah, I don't know how to describe pedo and like... and consort. Well, I was trying to, think, you know, like long term friend of the royal family, um, oh, Jeffrey Epstein, died. <clears throat> uh, after he died, Jelaine uh, went where well, was gone for a bit. Uh, yeah, she yeah, went. Yeah. She she took some time to herself. She was chilling. Um, she decided to log That's a off. Self care day. You know, exactly. Right? Yeah, she did some self care. She was. She she sort of disappeared. She's been fined recently and and arrested. And she she's in fact been charged. Given that Epstein is dead and that uh, uh, Prince Andrew, uh, you know, can evade prosecution because um, because yeah. he comes from a family who technically. Here's a fun thing about the royal family. Do you know that if there's unclaimed land in the UK, they own it by default. Is that true? Uh, so yeah, that's true. So that's that's the kind of family we're talking about. This guy, this guy comes from a, yeah. a family that owns the land under your feet. You know, they're just the Sopranos. The I, we we got to stop pretending they're not. They they're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The Queen yeah. is Tony Soprano. She like you know she like yeah. you know. It's it's just one thing. My favorite thing as well is how like they keep saying the prosecutors are like we would love to talk to Prince Andrew about this. Obviously, <laughs> and Prince Andrew's like, I told you that I clipped my nails in his toilet one time. I'm like saying everything. I've, I've told been, you everything. I told I've you been very forthcoming. Yeah, you know, I I shared a toothbrush with him. I'll admit it. Like we did. We, uh, I forgot mine, and I didn't want to run out and get a new one. Absolutely, I've, been, I've yeah. given you every detail. Yeah. So because he will, it's very. It seems very unlikely that he'll end up in the dock in in a foreign country in the United States. You know, the whole case kind of hangs on Jelaine, uh, which I believe is how you pronounce her name. We're gonna live maybe leave the details of these to uh, to different podcasts uh, yeah. with with more uh, dramatic names and hosts who I smoke the... stronger substances than we do. But like, yeah, the, the Comtown the... guys have all the <laughs> optics for this. I really, they've we got should... chalkboards and fucking. 
yeah, I think David, I think David Tennant's podcast would really tackle this issue <laughs> uh, really well. I think. Yeah, I want to see Ed Miliband uh, and, and uh, when he has when he has fucking reasons like, to be cheerful. <laughs> She's in jail. <laughs> Yay, we got her. You know. Um, yeah. Today we're talking about the Chancellor's stimulus bill and also how the, the blood-sucking leeches who run the country <laughs> are about to go down. Man, um, I'd love to see Ed Milbank go full network and, like, oh, absolutely pop off. He, he's oh got it in him. Oh, my God. Well, but he tried. Like, he, that was kind of what he did with Paxman, where he tried to go on this rant about being tough, and, and it was, like... He shouldn't have said tough with that many Fs. That was the problem. Yeah, he said yeah. it with... He said tough enough with four Fs in each. Yeah. And he said... Well, <laughs> like, he said, yeah, he added Fs everywhere he could and a few Ss. It was sort of tough enough. I and yet, he ended up taking an L. Yeah, <laughs> he took one of the, took, took one of the great political Ls. But yeah, yes. so so uh, uh, you know, the, one of the uh, the judges in in the case, not the American case, but the case of uh, Deutsche Bank, their lawsuit against uh, Epstein. Uh-huh. Uh, the judge presiding in that case, um, uh, their son died, um, uh, was was shot and attacked in their own home. Yeah. Um, oh, that, that was in New Jersey, actually. Sorry, it was in the United States. Oh. And that's, I'm sure that's, um, I'm sure that's normal. I'm sure it's all fine. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not worrying about it. <laughs> FedEx employees are often uh, freelance assassins. You know, it's... I, absolutely. It's the gig economy, you know. You've got to, you've got to you know, sometimes you've got, to, you've got to have an Uber Eats and an Uber customer in the back. And sometimes you've got oh. to do some wet work while you drift <laughs> off, you know. Normal, normal world. Okay. It's the, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, so, it's, you, know. But you know what? It's actually... You know, as wild as it is and as easy to mock as it is, it's just more people are just going to die in getting to the heart of this thing. There's already been so much suffering and so much hardship and so much death and so much unresolved shit. Yeah, they're just going to plow yeah. on with, and it's like yeah, exactly. It can't it can't possibly get any worse uh, in terms of like yeah, this thing is already like blood soaked all the way through. So you know, yeah. no, one, no one's going to hold back. I did quite like with the Jelaine uh, discourse. Obviously, there were two kind of there were two sort of funny the boss uh, girl the girl boss. Ones. Well, the girl boss, obviously, you know, like <laughs> girls girls can traffic other girls too. Like, but yeah, so like, and the other thing linked to it that was funny was because all these photos were coming out mm-hmm. as they always do of her photographed with everyone powerful and important. Because um, why wouldn't she be? Yeah. Um, a where's Wally of, of, of horrific people. Well, exactly. But this is what, cause, because like Elon Musk said it where he was just like, I was just photographed with it cause, just because she was there. And everyone was saying this, various people were going, oh, she's just, she, I guess she's loved photos. She's just in photos, you know. This doesn't have a connection with me. She's just like, yeah, she's like Wally. She's like, you're always looking for Jelaine. Like, she's, you know, always jump, she's... she's always jumping in saying, let's do a silly one. Like, yeah. yeah it's, it's like, that's the way they Yeah, she's that person. She wants the... She wants the story and the post for next day and yeah. the album. You know, she's she she loves it. She just loves pics. You know, it's not like this is documented <laughs> proof that I'm associated with someone. I don't want to get too conspiracy theorist about it. It is dodgy no, as fuck. Um, it's super dodge. Yeah, uh, it's it's just one of those just one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you know. You know, it'd be like that. The one um, thing I will say is Jelaine Maxwell sounds like a lifestyle brand. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, well, that was that was her thing. She was a socialite. She was like a she was she was a latter day it girl. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, it in the sense of the formless demon that lives under the town and that cannibalizes children. Uh, Rory, you ha- it's time we get on to our main yeah. figure this week. Um, take us away this week. We are talking, we talk about rich people on this podcast, right? And mm. rich people are, you know, increasingly their own cheerleaders. Um, but there's a whole class of person on the internet whose job it is to prop up and defend the ideology of this insane system of wealth and tell you that you can be part of it too. And I am, of course, talking about the motivational speaker success win guys uh, of all the various social media platforms like YouTube, Instagram, and of course LinkedIn. Just wondering how, how much did you workshop that name? 
<laughs> Do you want a different one? I was wondering if they had a name. That was the thing, because I know... Yeah, yeah in, in, that's my first I call them title. LinkedIn scammers. I always think of those guys. LinkedIn scammers is good. Uh, I don't know why I use success win. I think I picked that up somewhere. Motivational speaker is what they would really do. Scammers is... A, so this is going to be a preface, right? So we're talking about these kind of cretins who you see online who release videos like best motivational speeches compilation that's yeah, yeah, three yeah. hours long and, and tell you how to yeah. you know to you know get up at 3 a.m and and mm. and stop jacking off or or jack off first thing or <laughs> do do whatever it takes don't worry jacking off is addressed <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh it's always we'll there. get to it yeah you brought up the word scammer and i just want to start with this as a preface so a lot of these guys seem super dodgy the 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 through line with many of them is yeah. that they tell you how to have success in business, but their business is telling you how to have success. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's the kind of snake it's that the... eats its own tail. That doesn't go for all of them. We're going to talk about that. There seems to be something deeply sus about that. The thing is, I've spent time trying to figure out which of these guys are more legit, which aren't, where they get their money. And, and this is the kind of the first thing I want to talk about. It is very fucking difficult to find because... This is a whole micro industry, right? And even legitimate media publications like Forbes mm. and maybe, you know, kind of middling ones like things like Business Insider, who you think might be more critical of this stuff, yeah. are generally quite fawning. You know, they talk about these guys and they acknowledge right. that maybe they're not brilliant business, but they'll write articles that seem to suggest that they are insightful, that they know what they're doing. Then they uh -huh. will go in each other's podcasts and, and boost each other. And you'll notice this, anyone who's watched these videos will notice this, like, mm. they just live surrounded by people who are drinking their Kool-Aid and, to put the delicately, sucking each other off just constantly, just like continually propping up each other, yeah. and boosting what they think and say. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking too much about that. I'm not trying to ascertain whether or not these guys are scammers or, or, or faking all of this uh -huh. i'm gonna more talk just about what they say how they present themselves and how they're bullshit many of them give away this stuff for free uh -huh. um, okay and we'll talk about the ones who i think are you know sort of less more and less legitimate so the first okay so the first guy i want to talk about um is a guy who who some of you may have seen he goes viral like all the time he gets uh, insane amount of money it was a guy whose name is uh gary vaynerchuk or or gary v as he's rebranded himself uh, Good, <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk, <laughs> or or Vaynerchuk, it may be pronounced. It's it's uh, Polish, I believe. Um, uh, okay. But yes, yeah, so he made oh, the now Gary. Now I feel bad. <laughs> well, don't. He's a piece of shit. He sounds um, pretty vain to me. <laughs> so he's 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 rebranded as Gary V, which is, as you say, a very a very good uh, choice. But. Uh -huh. Um, also the laziest fucking thing where it's just the first letter of his name. <laughs> um, and his company is called Vayner Media, which is just the first half of his name. Okay, this is going to be your current theme as I talk about these guys. Um, I'm gonna, I think I hate him more than any of them. I think I hate <laughs> Gary V. Um, Business-wise, Gary V. is probably the most legitimate of them, right? He had an existing business beforehand. He, was, he, had like a, he, inher he, got a, he inherited a wine shop, like a liquor store from his father, and he, he made it into like a uh, kind of nationwide, you know, selling online and stuff. And then he started doing like what I can only describe as like an early aughts wine podcast show where he would like just like record himself on his absolute dog shit webcam and like review his own wines and like boost his wines and stuff. So like review his own wines. I don't know. Every week like, is every week just mm, delicious. <laughs> Very I'd good. You should buy it for that. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of his actual ideology, oh, I hate it so fucking much. So, so just how to describe him? G Gary V is like he's from New Jersey. I believe he's in his forties or possibly his what rough twenties. Right? Yeah, he's got this <laughs> big fucking triangle head. He reminds me of. So I feel like he's someone who. Howard from Uncut Gems would love, right? Yes, like he's yeah, yeah. like the kind of motivation, and right, he's always freestyling, right? Uh -huh. Like you could, you could, I can, and I tell you as someone who, as we discussed earlier, can bullshit at parties. I'm not saying I can do uh -huh. it as well, but I fucking know that look in his eye where he does not know the next word he's going to say. He is the he's fear. Always he's... riffing. He has the absolute fear, and he is always making up his advice as he fucking goes, right? And he's like jumping from thing to thing. 
Um, which lamp, is just lamp helps you you turn off lamp because uh, <laughs> you need to sleep and then pillow uh, helps with uh, for fleece you take off because that's for outside yeah. and you want to be inside in your brain where you can formulate your ideas and that's when like how many and how many fleeces should you have should you maybe focus on one fleece or another fleece uh, and you know just, just... <laughs> so a common right a common technique as you say just riffing on everything a common thing you see in these guys is metaphors that that don't work. Yes. And so they then realize at the end of the sentence that they have to modulate it. So it'll be like, oh, that was it. Yeah. So the quote, one of the quotes I saw on one of these motivational Instagram accounts yeah. was, uh, you don't buy success, you rent it. And that rent, it's due every day. No, come on. Now, now what's, <laughs> what's happened? What? Exactly. <laughs> right. So what's happened there is they've, they've just fucking, they do an analogy. They realize that you've tried to draw a comparison between two things, but the things don't work. So you have to change the definition of the thing. Yeah, so it's yeah. like life, you know, no, bi- business is like chasing a panther. And that panther is you. <laughs> like, okay, like, like, fuck me, dude. Like, you, you absolutely cannot do that. And you see that all the time with Gary Vee. So Gary Vee will do riffs where he goes, like, you know, uh, you know, you got to accumulate knowledge because knowledge leads to wisdom, and wisdom leads to success, and success leads to money, and money, money leads to joy, and joy, joy leads to money, and you're like. Oh my God, like settle, like yeah, just write this out uh, before you say it. But <laughs> so, have some cohesiveness. Come on. Like, what are you exactly. Doing here? So, so the, the video I sent you, and then we'll, we'll put a clip in here, uh, mm-hmm. is um, I saw this video years ago. This is, this is the thing, right? I, ca- I don't know if this video is still on his YouTube channel. But I remember this went viral. I, I cannot say this for certain, mm-hmm. but I have a sneaking suspicion that this is the video that launched his career as like a motivational speaker. And it's a video in which he says, basically, if you want to be happy yeah. and successful yeah. you can't have any <laughs> hobbies you have yeah. to be working all the time it's one of the most disgusting well, things i've ever heard. you can live on six hours sleep so you have 18 hours you have 18 goddamn hours i want to know what you're doing with your 18 hours he's he's, he's already lost me because he starts the video by going you have six, You can live on six hours sleep, and he doesn't look oh. like he's comfortable living on six hours sleep. Like, <laughs> really, she's like, you no, can live, you can live, and he's like, okay, so let's say that. And I was like, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> like, I don't accept that. No one says six yeah, hours. You like, can yeah. live. You can live on six hours. It's it's fine. It's fine. You'll you'll start to see things. There's a there's a little man in the corner of my eye all the time. Yeah, but you yeah, can yeah, live yeah. on six hours. He's not talking to a real person. I think he's no. talking to a baby, Gary inside you can spend two hours with your kids what do you do with those other five hours you're watching house of fucking hearts you're playing madden you're relaxing. Yes. i think he's talking to he's like you can't you can't enjoy that you can't yeah, you because he's not talking to any real human being none of these guys no. are. you see all these clips they're not talking to a person that exists because they don't <laughs> understand the life of that person they're no. saying stuff like they say like he's saying it's like oh you work at your job and you know you're pouring pints and then what you give them to people and where's that gonna <laughs> take you and it's like what no like I... <laughs> yeah they have no sense of they just that's a recurrent thing actually you're right they try to describe actual work and mm. they just have no idea well you work at the fucking you work at the uh, the coal factory and you 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 put you you hit big hole coal with a yeah. hammer like yeah you're you know, well yeah. <laughs> It's just like it's like it's so um it's so removed it's just so removed um I, it's is, totally removed yeah. well it's and and the video and it like starts with him like he's in you already know he doesn't live in the real world because he's in one of those fucking glass like yeah sort of WeWork style cubicles so he lives in Ugh. the fucking yeah. into like you know broadcasting live from the ivory tower here I am yeah, yeah, in yeah, the fucking weird hall of mirrors mm. um and. And it's, oh, I know, it's yeah. so, I actually, it, so this is why I hate him so much, because this is a recurrent theme in a lot of his stuff. It's even the way he says it, right? Because he says, you can, so he says, you can live on six hours sleep, dubious, fine, whatever. And then he says, you, you want, he even says, he's, he starts like allocating your time for you. He starts going, oh, you want to, you want to spend two hours, you want to be a family man? You can spend two hours with your kids. Gee, thanks, Gary. Thank yeah, you for getting two hours with my literal children, you mm. freak. Two hours. I have yeah. to spend 11 hours a day at work. He says, you can have a commute. Two hours. That makes sense. 90 minute commute. To, again, like, yeah, thanks. Jesus, you, yeah. you bestowed the time it literally takes for me to get to work. I'm just trying to think but, of like, what, what, is, what does he think you're working on? 
it's well, this vague catch-all of like i'm working on this or like yeah the the, I, the a it. project yeah it's like the phrase he always uses is your side hustle he constantly uses that phrase and he he says that his whole thing is about hustling mm. and you just couldn't describe it in more vague weird terms mm-hmm. yeah where it's like yeah you get at home and you you crack open that laptop and boy you start hustling, hustle for five hours, you know, <laughs> and if you're not, if I don't see you sweating after that yeah. hustle, then you're, then you're bullshit and you don't deserve, you don't yeah. deserve. I mean, the, the background to this, to be clear, is mm-hmm. that over the past few decades, working hours have gotten longer, wages have stagnated, people do see their kids less, people, people have, you know, less time for, for the social relationship that characterize their lives. They know that, but as you say, you're totally right. He's talking to, to the person inside himself. And, and in the age of permanent freelancing, we all have this guy. I have yeah. that guy in my head sometimes. I think, yeah. yeah, well, like there's this many hours in the day and I could be doing this and I could, I could work full time. And then in the evenings, I could do this thing. And, and that culture really took pow- a powerful hold, particularly when like freelancing became so the norm like a few yeah. years ago and, and with the gig economy and stuff where every block, every second in your day becomes this mm. fertile opportunity to earn more money. And of course, it would, the person he's describing works uh-huh. 11 hours a day, Yeah, 11 literally. hours a day. And mm. he thinks that they can afford no rest other than sleep, right? Like yeah. no time for their body to recover. No, the idea that work is physically taxing, that it's difficult, you know. Yeah. And he explicitly says, and this is why it got me so annoyed, is he uses a political term. He says, you want to live like the 1%. So he acknowledges, he takes yeah. as a red that the, the origin of that 1% statistic is the observation that 90% of the wealth, it's actually way more than that, but like 90% of the wealth uh-huh. of the past couple of decades has gone up to 1% of people. And he says, yeah. fine, sorry, that's true. If you are not in the 1%, you don't yeah. get any of the fucking money. Yeah, literally, you yeah. Just, it's your job to get yourself into that bracket. And it's obscene. I mean, it's, yeah. oh my God. And he's also like, I just got to say that he's also a fucking dork. I like, he, one of the things he does. Like a wedgie. How much time <laughs> is that going to take up in your fucking day? If I pull? <laughs> oh, you got 45 minutes to pull the underwear out of my ass. <laughs> you got you to gotta allocate that time. And then, and then I need, I need an extra hour of sleep because, because the kick me sign on my back means my, my bum is sore all the time. <laughs> so I have to sleep on my side. And... I don't like it. Who's, so who's the next fella? Yeah. Okay. The next guy we're going to talk about uh, is a guy called Dan Locke. Just, uh, just, uh, 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 you know, a, a, a bit of an early observation. Very short names. You got Gary V, Sean Locke. No, Dan Locke. Sean Locke is the Dan Locke. <laughs> Are they I all two syllable? Um, you know what? There's something to that. They're not all two syllable. Um, Gary V obviously realized he was cursed with a polysyllabic uh, uh, Eastern European name and had to, <laughs> had to mold it into the shape of an oh, alpha. I'm, I'm being weighed down by the amount of letters in this name I need. I need. <laughs> so Dan Locke uh, is an Asian uh, businessman and uh, motivational speaker um, who... So I know I, I, I just... What, I, know, what? I know him, so I'm just laughing at his general I just, existence. He's yeah. such a ridiculous figure. So Dan Locke, so I know I just said I hate Gary Vee the most, but um, I definitely hate Dan Locke the most. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate Dan Locke. Gary Vee is, is very positive towards his, his viewers, and he's, he believes one of the awful things I hate that he says is that like everything is great now, and if you like being alive, then you're a winner, and if you don't, you're a loser. And that's like a horrible thing to say when so so many people are suffering and you know but there's a positive message in there dan Locke's gimmick as far as i can see he never smiles in his videos his gimmick seems to be that he hates you and you're a worm he's kind of like you know like you're a fucking pay pig version of motivation yeah, yeah, yeah and it's his job to smash you so the video i sent you yeah give tell, us the title tell us the title seven things poor people do that the rich don't I saw this video on Facebook years ago and it made me incandescently furious. Oh, I just found it so funny. It's it's so fucking angry. So like before (laughs) before we go on, I'll just say, do you know, Dan, this is a fucking theme on his channel. When I try to find this video, there are so many. There's there's poor people do that rich people don't, there's rich people do that poor people don't, there's rich people mindset, poor people mindset. Like he's obsessed with this grinding the poor into the dirt so why don't you describe the video that we interior 
uh, <laughs> cool apartment building. Sigh is playing on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> And he basically just, it's him in different vignettes. He's walking around his weird flat um, and he's like just listing the different things uh, in very succinct ways of what poor people do that holds them back that rich people don't. But one of them is, the first one is poor people don't read. (laughs) Poor people watch TV and rich people read books. So this is the most important one, right? So like there's loads that we're going to talk about. But like, first of all, you're right. He lives in this weird flat that I... Again, can't be sure. Very dubious he lives there. It's right, covered like, in, yeah, it's I... covered in bad landlord art where it's like, you know, the ace of spades sticking mm. out of a, a, a sexy woman's behind. And you're like, like... I screenshotted a James Bond opening title sequence <laughs> and was like, this is it. This is art. Yeah, and like, you know, a flaming skull on a wad of money and like, ooh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. I bet this guy's wealthy, you know, but... One of the things he also says is that rich people, poor people have all these opinions and rich people don't and they understand themselves. Would it surprise you to learn that a, uh, a YouTube video I that later found on his channel is titled Why I Don't Read Books by Dan Mark? <laughs> this video is the perfect fucking thing where he just describes how so it's part of his series called he has this series called The Boss in the Bentley, which is him driving around in a Bentley that also looks very rented to me. Um, and he like gives advice, you know, on his way between meetings. But God fucking oh, knows what on. meetings. I... <laughs> meetings with his hand in his dick. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he was like uh... owned, owned. Yeah, that was um, uh, that was quite off brand for me. That wasn't quite. Um, well, yeah. So it's in in the uh, the Boss Baby in the Bentley series he does, where he like he sits there and he and he 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 raves. So he he talks about how like I don't read books. I uh, I use books, and he says the point of books is mastery so he says i read about two to three books a week uh and i look for the three but then he he gives the game away where he says so he says you don't want to read too much because you might get yeah like if you read and you get confused that's not good you need to be able to make decisions right so that is the opposite of the thing he said about poor people right which is that they're they they don't appreciate ignorance he's literally saying you know that moment where you read and you 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 feel yourself learning something you you go oh god the things i knew before yeah i didn't really you know i'm a no that's bad (laughs) never do that stop that stop that stop no 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 no. dangerous territory you're heading you're moving away from decision and action so he says no, you just want to get the ideas and you want to use them. Mm-hmm. And so he gives it away. He says, sometimes I just read the backs of chapters where they summarize what's in the book. And he even yeah. then says, sometimes just the table of contents. <laughs> so, no, so poor people don't read. Not like me. I read two to three books a week because yeah. I crack the table of contents and read. Yeah. How many words are in the table of contents? Like 15? When he finds out about Sparknotes, it is going to be oh over God. for all of us. You know? No, exactly. Don't read. So you, you fetishize knowledge, don't but open don't... open the book. Rich people... No, no, no. Ex- poor people think they should open books. Rich people know that you should not... You should read the blurb and uh, maybe just, I don't know, try and draw the cover. Um, I think I get a lot out of that. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe maybe reach a high shelf standing on the book. You know, these are things rich people know. A fly but- is in the room. Throw the book across <laughs> the room and hit it. You don't have to stand up. Danlock also, I have to comment on Danlock's style. Gary V does the kind of like Silicon Valley, like yes. a guy in a t-shirt, you know, like Danlock wears like these fucking double-breasted suits that are like every yeah. color of the rainbow. He walks it like he talks it. He's like, I hate poor people. I think they're a problem. Here's my fancy suit to prove how rich yeah. I am. Like that's we, we yeah. Last thing we're gonna do on Danlock before we go into our final final character is this is a video uh, that I'm gonna just briefly describe to you called Five Persuasive Words That Controls Minds. The grammar in which is wrong. But Here are my five big words. <laughs> exactly. So word number one is you. <laughs> okay wow really gotta say yeah. that really hit that didn't i really? did not think i did not think uh he's really it was a real zag from mr Locke there that Absolutely. really got me i did not see that coming it's it's really something else you it's what? you if he one of his examples for this is so he's <laughs> saying that like you i mean you 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 yeah. he says the thing about you is that you want to know what's in it for you. <laughs> he, he makes very clear. And one of his examples of this, about how persuasive, again, 
the the thumbnail for this video is him standing in front of like a big spiral like it's hypnosis yeah. you know like these are this powerful words right it's okay. a big example for how persuasive and mind controlling the word he says if someone yells hey you on the street you turn around because you go you that's me like <laughs> He's not wrong. So his technique for business persuasion in the boardroom is going, Hey, you! <laughs> yeah, you! You over there! I don't like your girlfriend. That. He says, use you more than I, right? Don't, set, don't be like, I know this, I know that. Okay, so that's word number one is you. Number, uh, word number two is the word free. So okay. the word free is very good in a business context. And, you know... Dan Locke, as he's offering you these kind of these powerful charms and words and, and deep magics that only Dan Locke knows, um, he advises us with the word free. He says, you got to be careful with this one. you got to use it selectively. These are the powerful might... words. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. you got to handle this with care. It's like plutonium. He says, you'll devalue it because like, you don't want to. You don't want to make your brand seem cheap by slapping free all around it. It's not a tip because saying like free, you can't make all your stuff free if you <laughs> exactly. want to succeed in business. Sometimes you have to set costs. Because um, then you'll just be giving it away. But it's hmm. also like these are just dumb business strategies with this word gimmick. Like okay. what yeah. I think he literally he says something about how if you just scream free at your customers, <laughs> they won't like it. I don't know, maybe that's Why just my knowing everything. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's really weird. Okay, all right, so next word. going on. Word number three is new. So we like okay. the new. People always care about what's new. He gives an example. Why do people always read the news? Because they want to know <laughs> what's on. new. <laughs> Come go. on. Come on. Don't you like that it's new, Daniel? Don't you like, don't you want to know? It's what's happening. It's what's exciting. Next word number four, da, uh, Dan's really phoning it, phoning it in at this point because word number four is now, which is one letter different. <laughs> yeah, I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's now. So it's both new, uh, but it's also now. It's new Whatever. now. Knee. This video. The... <laughs> and what's the final word? Final word. Uh, any guesses first? Any, any guesses? I, I, I hope it's I and it comes back around. It was like, you thought that you was important, <laughs> but it's also I. And um... That would be really good. The word is come. No, it isn't. Um, <laughs> the, word is, the last word is, word number five is secret. You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm actually kind of pleased. I'm glad that he's gone for a, a two-syllable word because yeah. I thought there was a running theme that there's all one syllable. Again, yeah. like the names, there's a theme Like here. the stupid names where you, uh, like, you can't absorb any fucking information that isn't the, the simplest thing. Yeah, secret, which is like, you know, uh, people like what's secret, people don't like. He gives a really dumb example, which is he says FOMO. He's like, it's like FOMO. But like, surely you know what's happening with FOMO. Yeah. I don't really know. Like, I don't, I don't really get it, but it's at least, it's yeah. literally, I'm judging Locke on such low standards it's it's a two-syllable word so I'm, mm. he's put more of an effort in um okay. so those are Danlock's five words so you free new now and secret <laughs> okay and who is your final person right okay our final person so our final person is someone who's a little bit different whose full name i'm not going to tell you um this is a character who me and my friends uh, follow on linkedin and i think it's important to include someone like this because this world spawns hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of imitators right guys who want to do the, live the same life they want to live the grind life they want to live live the business mindset success life and most of them toil in total obscurity and we never see their content yeah. and so i think it's important to appreciate a, tr a true character on linkedin um whose, whose first name is natish uh, who works in recruitment um and so we're just going to go through some of his posts some of his weird things he says. Natish, as far as I can tell, can work in works in recruitment, and, and he's a fanatic for, for the grind and the hustle. So here here's a here's a um a post that that Natish shared. Um, I don't know. I don't think this is his own post, okay. but he shared. Um, so it's a quote, but from no one. Like these quotes often are. Um, it says, "Your smile is your logo, your personality is your business card." And how you leave others feeling after an experience with you is your trademark. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, hurts, don't it? No, but it's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the opposite way. Yeah, around. exactly. Exactly. Um, All of life is not business. Business sort of imitates life in some ways, right? Like logos. I think I'm tripping out. I'm actually but, like. Yeah. 
I so say that again. He, he your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card. How you leave others feeling after an experience with you is your trademark. The the so, lack of pithiness in that that last <laughs> one kills me. I actually think I read it wrong the first time. There is no and. So it's just and, three clauses. And Rory, pray tell, what happens if I feel the full range of human expression on my face? <laughs> what happens if I'm frowning? Is that is my logo tainted? Is my image? Yeah, tainted? yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's brand inconsistency. So you need to walk around smiling all the time so your logo remains unchanged. Yeah, yeah. Your your personality is your business card. It's the most horrifying one I think I've ever heard. Because like you just just accumulate things that make people like fucking Norman Bates. Like I swear it's to God. Really, like, yeah, it's hard not to see. Sorry, that. Patrick Bateman. Your your personality is your business card. Yeah. Your personality is your business card. Um your personality <laughs> is is I'm your broken down. I'm broken card. down with Natish. Your but personality is your. They don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> They're so weird. But it's like you do this you know, for everything, where it's like your your uh your laugh is your uh is your media outreach, and yeah. your <laughs> your 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 telephone number is your sort code. Your tongue. And your, that's your copywriting. That's <laughs> yeah. Your stomach is your bank account. Your cock is your variable capital. <laughs> Uh, your, your love, ears. yeah. Your your love for your wife, that's your CEO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your dreams are your uh, staples and stationary equipment. Your oh, this is so depressing. I don't even yeah. know if I can take more of these. Your bedroom it's... is your office space. The piss that ends up in your boxer shorts is your your uh, your disposable your, income your yearning that's your yearly projections <laughs> well, that one desperately worked right okay what's so, the next quote is there any more is that it is right that just... we're, we're we're gonna go for i think <laughs> i think we're gonna do we're gonna do we're gonna do two more things with Nsish, right okay. we're gonna do one more quote i'm loving one it. detail from his life that i love so this guy just works in recruitment yeah and what the final quote we're gonna talk about is a really good one which comes from picturequotes.com great source for picture quotes <laughs> there's no picture it's just the number words. one proliferator <laughs> of, of picture quotes picturized quotes um, <laughs> so this is this is great so here's a quote it's on a sort of pink background black text and it says okay. i know what i bring to the table dot 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 so trust me when i say i'm not afraid to eat alone <laughs> <laughs> oh poor Natish. How good is that? Oh, that's just loneliness. That's, that's just, just fucking really... isolation. These are almost this is almost poetry. He's almost It is almost poetry. Wait, so I know what I bring to the table, which is why I eat alone. It's like, yeah, I guess other people don't like my business cards and they tell well, exactly. me. <laughs> <laughs> well exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah. look, it's not your, it's not that I don't like your trademark. I just don't like your person, your business card. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, um, God. It's, yeah, I think it's consolation, but it, it obviously makes no sense because what you bring to the table is presumably what you offer people socially. And you go, I know this is good so much that I don't care if no one else likes it, but that's just useless then, like, because you're not bringing it to the table. The table not, is just, it's not just you. a table. You don't just bring, yeah. yeah. There's no point. Like you know, there's not. It's a metaphor, Nitish. Yeah. I don't mean to. You know, you know this. I know. Um, of course. Sorry, I should explain. Metaphors are <laughs> like uh, office layout. Um, is that? Is that? Does that? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We, and we... similes are like handicap parking spot. Um, <laughs> Poor Nitish. Should we hang out? Should we message him on LinkedIn I really and see this, if we I... can kick it? Like maybe he's just down. You know, maybe I think if we chilled with Natish, he'd be he'd be really fine. So Natish, here's the thing, right? Natish works in recruitment. I think he's doing reasonably well. He's not mm -hmm. doing so well that it justifies this. Um, he recently moved to I'm sorry, I've forgotten where it is. Somewhere in the Middle East, either uh, Dubai or uh, or somewhere in the United Arab Emirates yeah. or something like that. Um, he got a recruitment job out there, and he's just up sticks and gone. So good for Natish. Um, Natish posts a photo of his living situation uh, seven months in, and he posts a photo of a, of a hotel bed and a kind of a apartment-looking thing, and he says, pretty decent apartment, 
life on the road, dot, 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 month seven, hotel living. And you're like, right, what's going on here? Like, are you saying you're living in, in hotels? Someone comments asking what's up and Natish replies, um, literally walked in here at 1 a.m., checked in, etc. I have I have be up by 7 a.m. in my office. I change hotel every day because it's cheaper, last minute deals. I keep my suitcase and stuff in the office, lol. I just finished at work at 1 a.m., spent the day calling pilots and cabin crew all day, presumably related to something. And people went, what, Nitish? <laughs> what? He responds, I actually live in my office. I keep my suitcase and stuff there. Just take what I need, move hotel, and book stuff daily. It's cheaper and more practical. I took 30 days of clothes when I left. I go home before uh, Bokum. I don't know what that means. Get my stuff washed and packed in two days. Go back to Dubai. Go back to Dubai. And then this is the key comment that Natish offers at the end. This this comment ends, best way to live. And I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> I love hotel hopping night to night. Natish is technically homeless. He's squatting, literally. He's squat. He moves. He moves from place to. He squats in his office and he and he moves place to place. And Natish is always posting about this. Natish says he loves the grind. He insists yeah. he loves the grind. And you know what? I'm almost inclined to believe him. This oh, is some this crazy is, shit. He's living life like the. the the climax is the wrong trousers. He's just laying down <laughs> trains as he's going. Yeah. And like, yeah. To... it's almost like it's genuine. I'm, I'm being one round. Cause I thought, I think he genuinely had a soulful poetic energy and I've come full all the way around. This is, this is like a modern business Jack Kerouac. This is a new age. This is, like, <laughs> this is the, this is on the road. This is literally like this he's on the road. He has a job that's keeping him going, but he's constantly yep. moving and he's obsessed with the grind. But it's like the opposite. He's embraced his lack of freedom. Yeah. And now he's, but now he's seen it in a whole new light. He can see he's making a business out, out of his lifestyle though. Cause that's the appeal. Exactly. It's the same appeal. Precisely. You've, you've, you've summarized perfectly exa- exactly what I think is the core within the Tish. Like, cause if, if Gary V and, uh, Dan Locke and all these guys, if they're like the Old Testament, uh, and they are, <laughs> which gives, and they are, yeah, giving Dan you a Locke strict, damning, yeah, <laughs> yeah, strict set of moral rules and a whole bunch of of programmatic and very long winded, Natisha's Christ, who who says, I imbibe this spirit so much, I am so yeah. the philosophy these guys have that yeah. I'm just gonna live among the people i just live in the world yeah. and, I, and i speak in these brief soulful poetic mm. quotes and i wouldn't have it any other way and i don't lecture you i just live the philosophy you just you yeah. watch me and that's your that's your dan Locke lecture is just my life as natish he 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 spent 40 days in the desert he's in dubai <laughs> he oh my god he literally how many Holy other? How, how many similarities has he been to any? Has he been to any weddings in Cana? Has he done anything? Like, <laughs> well, he works in recruitment, which of course Christ is doing. You know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father except through me, because I'm a recruiting I will, consultant. I will make you a recruiter of men instead of fish. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he brings to the table to the Last Supper. You know, he's but he's not afraid to eat alone. You know, he'll go out there on his on his own. He, on his cell. He brings to the table just two fish and one bread, but he was able to feed 40,000 because he <laughs> believed he brought it to the table, even though he's yeah. not hungry, maybe. No, yeah, he's not hungry because, you know, of course, his, his miracles are his client outreach. And, you know, he, he, so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need to. It is to you who says it. Because they say you're living hotel to hotel. It's like, it is you who says it. Yeah, I, I, am, am, I am who you say I am. <laughs> I don't have a personality. I have business cards. I don't have, he is living. Yeah. He's separating himself to accept the non-material world, even though it's, it's being phrased in material circumstances. I think this is a real, I think. I, I totally think, th- I think that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives in the material world, but he is not of it. He is, yeah, yeah. he has no, he's devoid of too much, uh, yeah, personality or, or vulgar, you know, ways of living. I, I do have a few more Natish things uh, that maybe I can consult. Uh, Texts. That, that, that might tell us. Well, other, scrolls other, of Natish. Other posts. Um, oh, I've got one more uh, thing. One, one of Natish's dumb quotes. Uh, it reads, grind in your 20s, build in your 30s. 
chill in your 40s. <laughs> now, Christ, of course, <laughs> dies in his 30s and, and thus gets to enter the kingdom of heaven. So okay, I see a okay. similarity. I see it, yeah. Grind in chill your 20s. in your 40s. I've never met a less chill group. Than exactly. I mean, like, you know, what does any of that mean? I think, I think um, he is grinding and not getting a house. So do you think he is going to build his own house, like notebook style, when he gets to his 30s? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what he's... Uh, you know, I say to you, it is easier for uh, a camel to pass through the eye of the needle than it is for Natish to enter Dubai with more than 30 days worth of clothes. You know, like he's... he's he travels light. He's just... In this. I, I'm still really... He's not... He's, so he is Christ, is that what we're saying? Or he, or, I think he's or, Christ. Or, or I think he's a prophet. Something of a, yeah, a prophet, a Christ-like figure. I think he's the Christ of this movement. He's the one who believes it so truly. Yeah. He and doesn't need the the acolytes that Gary Vee gets, you know? The yeah. life is enough for him. I, I have never felt this way nearing the end of a recording. <laughs> Me neither. I'm, I'm riding high on a, on a wave of Natish energy. I'm going to think about Natish till next week, till, till the next yeah. couple of weeks, till the next episode, I think. I got to give a shout out to my friend Oscar for helping me, oh, well, for finding these Natish quotes. We, we talk a lot about, I don't yes. have LinkedIn and, uh, and he uh, hit me up with these, which was extremely kind of him. And, Thank you know, you. we owe him like, like the disciples who preserved the teaching of Christ. Yeah. So he is the John the Baptist. The exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll just about do it. That was just about do it. For it. Us. I, think I don't have anything we've... left. Yeah. So no, I mean, um, not not normally do we convert to a new religion at the end of the pod, but that I think we invented. Yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just okay. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a fortnight. Dan will have a new wonderful absurd yes. character for us to explore. Um, and we'll be back with more bizarre news from the world of rich people and uh. Until then, I've been Rory Kelly. And I've been Daniel McKeown. And just go in peace to love and serve Natish. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>